Hello, hello. Um, welcome listeners. I know it's been a while since uh, my last episode. It's actually been a long minute. Sorry for that. Um, life gets in the way, right? The pandemic, um, vaccinations, uh, work, business, single mom, um, the joys of single motherhood, right? So it has been a long minute and I'm very, very sorry for that as we are um, getting closer to the end of this. Um, I know on my last episode, I explained to you all how he um, got released from custody here at the county jail and immediately went into federal custody. So ultimately, yes, I mean, he did get deported. Uh, So he is back in Europe now and has you know, has a new victim, started all over the same pattern, um, which I am okay with as far as like, it doesn't bother me. I just feel very sad and uh, concerned for this new victim and the new child that he had with the new victim. So now my son has a half-brother out there from uh, this sociopathic narcissist first wife um, and now a second sibling, um, half-sibling. And I guarantee you there's more out there that just haven't popped up yet um, because I'm certain there's other women who have left him and you know they may have been pregnant maybe not who knows I just would not be surprised no one would be surprised at this point if there's other children out there um and it's just sad it's sad for these children it's sad for the uh women who go through this um but uh you know my son and I were doing good We've been on a very uh, healthy path of healing. Uh, the journey has been nice. God has been good to us. And uh, we're just in a really good, humbled place right now. I mean, I feel very humbled by everything that I've gone through. I feel very blessed that everything the Lord has um, continued to provide and bless me and my son with and my family Um, We're all doing phenomenal and in a very, very good place. And, uh, you know, like I said, I just hope to help others with my story, to let you know that you're not alone. This is a real thing. Uh, Narcissistic abuse is real. Um, The struggle is real. Getting over it is real because of all the, uh, I'm going to say the emotional and psychological psychological damage that it does to you it's real um and you're not to blame it wasn't your fault you're not crazy these people are real predators out there and they victimize and it's only for self gain it's only for self uh preservation for um entitlement, a form of just, they 
get some kind of pleasure off all this trickery and fuckery that they do to people. And any normal type of human being like myself, we can't understand it. We can't make sense of something so senseless because we wouldn't do that to somebody. But it's just, it's a whole nother form of of abuse. It's a whole another dynamic of abuse. And I just want to help educate others and let you all know that this is a real thing. Um, just because you can't see it. Um, people looking looking in from the outside, they can't see it all. But just because they can't, it doesn't mean it's not happening. And, uh, get, you know, give yourself grace. If you're someone who has struggled with this, or maybe you're struggling with it now, and you're not even sure what it is. Give yourself grace, educate yourself. Um, you know, you could be codependent and be attracting these types of individuals. Uh, so you may want to look into that and look into therapy about codependency. But regardless, just give yourself grace, give yourself the time to heal. Uh, it does take time, you know, you know, for the longest time I felt numb Um, but I just want to let you all know that it wasn't your fault or it's not your fault if you're going through it and please get out because it doesn't get better. It only gets worse. Um, and it's very, you know, it's detrimental that you get out because it also is going to affect your children. Now I was fortunate enough and blessed enough that I got out with my son and I have my son and I had a great team, a great legal team on my side that helped me and sent him away. That doesn't happen to everybody. Sometimes you have to co-parent with these people and it's really hard because they will use the kids against you. Against you, They will manipulate the children. They will manipulate them and turn them against you. And it's just a never-ending battle. And the best thing that you can do is limit your interaction with this person. Um, Gray rock them if you have to, if you can. I know that's hard to do if you are co-parenting. But I know there are ways to co-parent. Um, besides talking on the phone, I like you can text. I think there's even like email and there's something else you can do through the legal system and through, uh, the family law courts, um, where you interact with the individual through the court system. So the court system is actually documenting your correspondences that way. Everything's on record, you're covering your ass because these people are habitual liars. So I would advise you to go that route if you are having a hard time and you can't completely cut them out or, you know, gray rock them, which is another term. You can look that up as well. Um, 
it's basically just uh, ignoring them completely, which is like the worst thing you could do to a narcissist. They hate not getting a response from you because that's the whole thing is they want to they want to get your goat. They want to get you going. They want to aggravate you. They want to upset you. They want to harass you. They want you all anxious in a tailspin and going down the rabbit hole. That's what gets them off. Like they love it. That's what fuels them. So when you don't give them that and give them that supply, it knocks them out. Like they they have no idea what to do. So um, I would advise you if you can try to do that. If not, then go the legal route. I'm just very grateful that I don't have to deal with my narcissist at all anymore. You know, it's completely done. And, uh, you know, we're good. And we're in a good place. And I'll tell you right now, if this person wanted any interaction with his son, there are ways that he could. Uh, But he chooses not to because he's a total narcissist. It wasn't about his son. None of this was. Like I said in my last episodes, the kids, the children are just part, they're tools. They're tools in this whole, this whole arena, this event that they orchestrated to try to just get their way and just suck the life out of you. And that's a sad thing. It's an extremely sad thing. And that's the only thing that hurts me and breaks my heart is I do feel for my son. Even though I know it's a good thing, it's still sad. And it saddens me and I carry guilt for it because I carry guilt as to how in the hell did I pick this individual to have a child with? How? How? Why? Why did I do this? It's my fault that he has this person as a father. But then at the same time, well, let me retract. It did take me a while to forgive myself for that. I have forgiven myself now. I don't carry that guilt anymore. I've given myself grace. I've let it go and I have forgiven myself because regardless of the outcome My son needed to be here. God has a plan for him. And I'm very blessed to be his mother. And I wouldn't want it any other way. But I just want you all to know, with that note, my son and I are good. We are doing phenomenal. The ex-narc is (laughs) far away. God definitely removed him from our lives and uh, there's been no contact, which is a blessing. Um, but it's sad because he's over there in Europe running amok and doing the exact same thing over there. No joke, you guys, no joke. He is doing the exact same thing. It's a pattern, and he is doing the exact same thing. And you want to know what the sickest part of this whole this whole thing is is that he wanted to have a child and named this child that he had with his with his new victim the same name 
that uh, he knew I wanted to name our next child. Because when we were together before everything got so crazy and went south so fast, I, um, I wanted to have another child. And we talked about it and we discussed it. And he knew the name I wanted to name this child if it happened to be a girl. That is something between he and I that only he and I know, but he knows. So what does he go and do? Has a child with his new victim. It happens to be a daughter. Chooses to name this baby the exact same name that he knew I wanted to name my next child. And I just think that's sick. Because I know what he's doing. I know he's trying to put jabs out there. And it just shows that he's still bitter. And he's still got this situation over here going on in his mind and running around in his mind. Because he lost. And narcissists can't lose. They cannot lose. They're all about getting one over on you. But... You know, it is what it is, like karma. So he, um, yeah, that's what he did. He thinks it's affecting me. He thinks it's bothering me, and it's actually not. The only thing I feel now is, let's see, sorry for him. I just feel sorrow for him and and this new victim. I don't feel anything for him but empathy that this is what you result to and this is how bitter and resentful you are and nasty. And it's just sad that you're so bitter that you would go out and get a new victim and have another child all part of your it's just all part of your plan it's just all part of the game it's all part of the scheme it's not even real this isn't real it's not out of total complete love and affection and like wanting to have that connection with somebody and starting over it's all about revenge and trying to get back at me. And that's just not just sad for him, but that breaks my heart for the new victim. And this new child, another baby, another victim, another child victim. How can you do this to people? Like, how can you continue this pattern? How do you do this? And how do you continue To live with yourself knowing that your intentions aren't good. Your intentions are for evil. They're for bad. And that's what saddens me. There's no other feelings I have other than just just sorry. I feel sorry for him and I pray for him. And I pray for this new victim and this new new child, this new baby that is my son's half-sibling. It's just like, wow, these people don't stop. 
they do not stop. They are relentless and they just want to keep victimizing. And that's what's sad is like, when does it stop? When do you look at yourself in the mirror and say like, I'm not a good person. This isn't good. Like I need to change my ways. So, um, yeah, with that said, um, that is the latest and I feel, I feel good. I'm in a very good place. My son's in a good place. I know I'm a good mom. Um, and I know we have it very good and we've been very blessed. And, um, so yeah, so you all know that you, you can get out of it. You can get through it. I did with a, a, a child and I did it and I made it through the storm with God by my side. He definitely carried us through the storm and we're, we're gone. We're out of it and no more toxic. We're in a healthy, healthy, loving environment um, surrounded by loving people in our lives that I hold dear to my heart and love to my core. And there's some special, special people in our lives. God has definitely blessed us like he did for Job when Job lost everything. I'm talking biblical terms. Um, I'm sure some of you aren't believers and that's fine. I don't judge. So don't judge me. <laughs> but I, you know, Job lost everything. God blessed him 10 times over. And I feel like that's what he has done for me and my son. Um, you know, good things do happen to good people who have gone through stuff. So uh, just hang in there. Whoever's going through this kind of situation, go uh, hang in there. Just stay strong. It does get better. Everything is only temporary. Anything, Nothing lasts full term. It's only temporary. Um, you're only going through this season and it will change. It's inevitable. There's so many changes in life. Life is constantly changing. That's just the cycle of life. So just hang in there and know that if you're optimistic and positive, things will change for you. Just just reach for the goal and you got to make things happen. You got to step out a little bit, but you also have to have faith and you also have to believe in yourself and don't let these people break you down because that's what they want to do. And there was no way in hell I was going to let this motherfucker break me down because he did long enough. And then eventually I got to the point to where I'm like, oh, hell no, hell no, this is not how I'm going down. And I, and even if I do go down, I'm going down fighting because I'm a fighter. I'm a survivor. I am resilient and I'm a strong woman and I made it through and I made it happen. And I made things happen for me and my son. I did not have the luxury to break down and stay in bed and get de depressed over this motherfucker, nor did he even deserve any of it. None of it. So I was like, no, this is not how I go down. And he is definitely not getting me down. 
and I'm going to do what I need to do to fight for me and my son. And it's exactly what I did. And you can do it too. If I could do it and pull myself out of that dark hole, you can too. I guarantee you 150%. Uh, you just have to have faith. Um, but I will tell you, there are different forms of narcissists. Unfortunately, I found this out through my journey of healing because I did end up in another relationship with another narcissist, but it was a covert narcissist. Um, in my next episode, I'm going to get into that. Um, so there is a spectrum of narcissism. like It's kind of like a bipolar spectrum. So there's the overt narcissist, which is the huge inflated ego, all about me, the grandiose, look at my muscles, look at me, I'm so hot, blah, blah, blah. But then there's the other end of the spectrum, and those ones are called the covert narcissists. Those are the ones that are the wolves in sheep's clothing that you think are so sweet and nice and kind and humble, and they play the victim act so, so well. They play the honorable person so, so well, a godly person so, so well. And these ones, I'm going to honestly tell you, are worse than the overt narcissist, which is what my ex-husband was. So these ones, in my mind and in my experiences, are definitely 10 times worse because you don't see these ones coming. You don't see it at all, at all. You're totally blindsided, (laughs) especially if they play a very good, honorable Christian or godly type of person. Then you're really taken for a ride. And uh, that's what happened. Fortunately, I caught on sooner than later, um, started seeing the red flags, so I was able to nip that in the butt, but uh, I'm going to go into that in my next episode and uh, give you guys some insight into a covert narcissist and what my experience was with one, and uh, we'll go from there. I'll leave it at that, and I will talk to you guys very soon a lot more sooner than I did uh, this last time. And I apologize for that. So thanks for listening. And I want you all to have a very, very good night. And uh, I'll talk to you soon.